of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm great. How Good. are you? I'm great. No problems. Excellent. Excellent. Well, it's Tuesday, so we're here. Yeah. Are you looking forward to tomorrow? We're going to meet up at, uh, where are we going? Swope Park to get on the bus? Is that what we have to do? Is that what we're planning? Well, that's what they did last year, right? You have to go over to Swope Park and park over there, and then you get on the bus. Man, I can't wait. Is, is that is that the plan for this year's snow cone? I was going to go up to the World's of Fun one. Okay. Well, someone told me, why don't you just catch the bus across the street from your house? And then my brother said, I don't think they'll let you do it. I think uh, because of the parade, you got to go meet Yeah, up there's different like the meetup points for the buses. Oh. There's one at World's of Fun that I'm going uh, to. Like. I have a bus stop right there. Why can't I just get on the bus there? Will it take me to the meetup space? I need you to help plan this. No, Lazo and I need to have like a, you know, itinerary. No, I've got itinerary. it all figured out. Don't worry about it. I you got do it. already. No, yeah, yeah, you know I'm what good. you're going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, good. So are we going? What's the plan? Yes, oh, yeah. we're going. We're, we're going. going. Okay, we're going. Okay. Well, I mean, it would be weird to not go. I think. I think so too. Almost like but I wasn't. Lazo didn't sound like he wanted to last night. Well, he didn't like the idea of us calling it partying. Okay, but you're group. going to the parade. Oh, of course. Of course he is. Of course he is. Yeah. Uh, there's a look in his eye. I don't believe it. No, we're going together. And then is Nick coming? Uh, he he says he is, but I, he was still looking for a flight last time I heard, but I'm not sure. Don't they I have access figured, to a plane The fact for this that guy? he's not still asking, I, I assume he's figured it out by now. Okay. So, I mean, look, I mean, I, I hope that he comes. That'd be great, because I'd like to see him. But you otherwise, see our boy. Well, yeah, we should all just stick together, and it'll be like, you know, last time... Uh, I think we kind of take the same route. Well, we've got the itinerary kind of figured out and, you know, spots where we can get some good pictures. And We didn't hang out last time. I'm excited. We did not. Yeah, we did. Well, no, we and, did for a little bit at yeah, Record Bar. Yeah, Record Bar. Oh, yeah. Remember? You don't remember we took pictures with Kelsey? And, yes. I mean, it was a cardboard cutout of Kelsey, mm-hmm. but you, you remember that? Mm-mm. And then the bus drove by and there was all the people in Mm-mm. front of us and I took pictures of their heads on top of the bus and Mm-mm. could see Have the players. Have we told our bosses we're going? You were supposed to do that. I w- okay, well, I wasn't sure as of last night. Yes. You guys- okay, so now I'll send the email right now. Yes, we are. Uh, you know, obviously the whole city is shut down tomorrow. Just let them okay, know. Okay, what do they call it? Night. It's a red snow day. Is that what they called it at I your kid's school? Yeah, a red snow day. Yeah. So, and just tell me, you know, Lazo wouldn't miss it for the world, and people expect Lazo to be there. Of course. Yeah. Will Lazo have a float? That's the yeah, question this year. I'm gonna have question. a float. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You had Lazo had a float early on in his career in Kansas City. Yeah. I mean. You had a float within the first four months, yeah, six Patrick's months, something Day, like that? This, this whole thing was an S show when I got here. That I had to was change amazing. a lot of things. That was amazing. Snowcone, are you aware of this? Uh, it was the one, the parade up north, is that right? No. No, no, no. Oh, it was, was the, the regular Westport par- parade. parade. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and they gave Lazo, I think he sat on a toilet? Was That's that what, what I said was? I wanted to do. It was a gold toilet. <laughs> yeah. A golden pot. Yeah. but uh, And so I sat on That was my first time. The only time I've ever been in a parade, I did that. I sat on a toilet. And then I saw, like, years later, other people stole that idea. They did? Yeah. 
Well, you did it early. They invited you early. Well, I know I invented a golden toilet. It's just odd to me that they wouldn't be inviting you to be, you know, a part of this. I would think they would build you something, right? Someone should have built you something. If it's someone think. in this building or someone in the city. I would think. Uh, if Nick's going to be on, you know, the front of this thing, then we just need to get one spot in front of him. Then we'll be in front. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we yeah. figure out where Nick is. Yeah, he's I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call the person that leads the parade? Uh, parade the leader. Grand Marshal. The Grand Marshal. Uh, or Parade Leader. You could be the Grand Marshal, the Parade Leader. The Parade Leader. We'll just tell people. This, same thing you always taught us. Just act like you're supposed to be here. Make them believe it. You don't even have to say it. You could just say. Yeah. Did you guys see Laszlo? He was the uh, Grand Marshal. Yep, that's and it. And people will be like, yeah, I saw him. Yeah. They don't see anything. Are you saying... People can't see the parade, Are actually. you saying this is what we should say after the parade? Did you see Laszlo? No, we say it now. Okay. He's the Grand okay. Marshal. You'll see him, and then... Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then everyone knows. They're expecting... Oh, yeah, I heard that you were the Grand yeah, Marshal. Yeah, right, exactly. Boom. All right, well, make sure that we're uh, not going to get in trouble, Snowcone, for not yeah, being Yeah, I'm trying to work. figure out how to phrase this when I tell them so late. Well, it's Red Snow Day. Tell well, them that. Well, say like, but I'm telling him late. It's like, hey, well, there was some debate whether or not we were going to. What, what do I say here? Just ask if he minds. Yeah. Because okay. his answer is going to be no. It okay. is? Oh, you, if he minds, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we'll be fine. They understand, you know, the city's shutting down. They want us to be a part of it. I think they want us there. Yeah. And, like, we, you know, we could do some live stuff. Right, right. right. Odyssey Live. Right. And- Dude, so when you went home last night, you know, all we did yesterday was talk about the Super Bowl. And then you get home on Monday. And I, there was a little part of me that I was like, oh, uh, I, could, I, I could watch a game. Why not? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's over. It's totally yeah. over. But you know what? I think the XFL starts this weekend. Well, USFL maybe or something. Oh, yeah, USFL. Uh, yeah, I keep seeing commercials for that's on weeks. Fox. They said eight weeks. They had a Super Bowl ad that said eight weeks. So I think it's April Okay, when USFL starts. Well, XFL, I heard. Let me see if I got this right. I heard that it starts this weekend. XFL is back yet again, this time under new ownership, led by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, let's see. Due to COVID nineteen, they had problems the first go. XFL this weekend. It yeah, kicks off Saturday, in April. Saturday, February eighteenth, and consists of eight teams playing a ten week regular season, leading to a playoff semifinal and a championship game. All forty three XFL games air on ABC. So ABC will be XFL, and then uh, I think the USFL must be on Fox because they kept showing okay. the commercials for it, right? But we got time to figure that out. XFL, we got to pick teams. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Last time I picked the team, there was a guy who got cut from the Chiefs. And he lived right next door to my girlfriend. Like they had a house. Well, it was her girl, her parents' house. Yeah. And uh, they had a house right there. And he got cut from the team. And next thing I know, he was playing in the XFL. And we were like, "Hey, that's our guy. That's the old Chiefs player." So we rooted for him. I think mm. it was. Vegas. Oh, we already went through this. We said team. the names. Yeah, he hit the Guardian, the Orlando Guardians, the Vegas Vipers, DC Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, San Antonio Brahmas. Arlington Renegades, Seattle Sea Dragons, and the St. Louis Battlehawks. All right, so it's St. Louis or Seattle St. for me. I'm not doing St. Louis. St. Louis or Seattle for me. Yeah, but you're you're Kansas raised anyway, right? I am. Uh, I'm not I, doing Vegas. I'm not doing St. Louis. I'll go Seattle. Let's just go Seattle. I'll right? take DC. I mean, or Vegas. You said Vegas has a team. Vegas right? has a team. That was team. the first one you Seattle said. Seattle Sea Dragons. Uh, no Dallas, but you said St. Antonio. Orlando Guardians. Yeah, I Orlando, can do Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, why could you do Orlando? Because it's not Vegas or St. Louis. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, you know. Well, I don't want to root for Seattle. Now. I don't know. Yeah, but I understand that. But since we lived in Seattle, I feel like we could say. You I've know, been yeah. to Orlando at least. I've been to D.C. <clears throat> yeah. Hell, maybe we can even make plans to go to a game in Seattle. 
<laughs> Who knows? Okay, that, no. That'd be fun. <laughs> Last I'm not even going to the parade tomorrow, let alone an action. <laughs> well, see, I, knew it. I, knew I it. told you. You let him talk I for too it. long. He's going. He's going. It's already written in stone. I heard him talking to our bosses about it earlier. They want him there. He's the grand marshal of the damn thing. Mm-hmm. So who are we rooting for, Vegas or Seattle? Uh, I'm going to go Orlando. Orlando. Last I'm going to go Florida Orlando. Thing. I'm going to go D.C. <sighs> I'm. I, is it wrong? Just go St. Louis. I'll go yeah, St. Louis. That's yeah, close enough. It's you close would. enough, right? Always on the St. Louis subreddit. Oh, you grew up on the Kansas Secret side, though. Cardinals I get it. Fan. I'm on the St. Louis subreddit to downvote things yeah, right. and make fun of yeah, their arch. Right. Oh, another arch picture. Yeah, right. I get removed all the time. My comments are constantly removed. Secret Cardinals fan. I'm not a Cardinals fan. Yeah, yesterday, he wished he, he could be. I said I wished I could be a Cardinals yeah, fan, exactly. but I can't be. I he can't loved be. the Rams when no, they were there. I'm just saying they're a good baseball team. Loves the Blues. You asked about it yesterday. I said you can't do I, that. I said I wish. I I yeah. wish. Like these people who root for the Cardinals yeah, see, and the Chiefs because they live in the middle of Missouri. Yeah, but no. I can't do that because I have a baseball team. So that won't be happening. But <laughs> but I do not have an XFL team. So it's either St. Louis or Seattle. What do you, think makes, what do you think makes more sense for me? I don't care. Well, you, you and I have talked about this. You it's a big deal. You live in Seattle. It's a big deal. Exactly. I lived in Seattle. So why would you even pick St. Louis? Because it's in the same state. Oh, for God's sakes. What? I mean, that's just like people, you know, state. a lot of people in that area root for the Chiefs. So why not? Mm-hmm. A lot I'm of people saying. in St. Louis root for the Chiefs? Uh, I don't know how much they root for the Chiefs now, but certainly most of Missouri is rooting for the Chiefs in the NFL when you look at the map. They root for the Cardinals in baseball, but yeah, yeah they root for the Chiefs. So, Seattle. I'm going to say you go to, with San Antonio. Just because it's a similar sized city? No, because you've always said, I want to move to San Antonio. Yeah, you've told me that true. for years. Yeah. Like, if I could live anywhere, I'd go to San Antonio. That yeah, Riverwalk, who loves it. Yeah. No, it just it seems quite affordable, like Kansas City. That's but what you always a, say, a, I want to go there. Warmer. So why don't you just pick that? Without the winters. Yeah, but I don't have any real connection other than a desire to. Well, that's the start. There. So now yeah, you start buying San Antonio start. shirts, yeah. and then, you know. Yeah. It's little steps to your future. Yeah. Yeah, our buddy, the kid that, that comes over in the summer, he lives in San Antonio. He's a no. Spurs fan and stuff. Oh, that's so, right. yeah. so maybe if I became a fan of that team, then he and I could talk about the XFL team. I'm sure. Ah, San Antonio. All right, San Antonio is my team. What are they called? The Brahmas, so that's good. The Brahmas. What am I, D.C. Okay. Defenders? No, you said Orlando, I thought. Well, Olazo said Orlando. Olazo said Orlando. D.C. Defenders. Okay, I'll be the Defenders. Now, uh, what is a Brahma? It's a Brahma bull, man, like the Rock. Okay. Okay. It's a bull. <laughs> I wasn't it's a, sure. It's a bull. Man. I was thinking like Brahma. Is it Barometer. like a llama? Bara- right. Is it like some sort of tough guy? I know. I think it's an animal. Brahma sounds like an animal. You say the bras. Yeah. What's up, bra? Yeah. Okay. Brahmas. So there you go. The Brahmas. The San Antonio Brahmas. I still. I don't know. <laughs> Does it, it feel feels, right? No, it doesn't feel right. I feel like I could root for St. Louis or Seattle. And Jesus. I want you guys to stick with this decision. Lazo's very big on you can't just pick a team that's good because your team sucks. I don't know if, if you don't have a team. I have no idea who's good. Exactly. But, we're all starting off not knowing who's good, right? right, I, have right. No idea. I don't even know what the rosters are. I mean, yeah, I can we're all allowed to pick whatever we want because we don't have a team, Yeah. right? Okay. And until we get one. Yeah. So I'm going Seattle, guys. It just makes more sense. Okay. I so had Seattle, an, I had an address DC, there. and Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's go. What's Seattle? The octopus? The sea octopus? dragons. Sea dragons. Yeah, I do like that name. Just like that the ride cool at Worlds name. of Fun. Okay. The sea dragons. Let's go dragons. I wonder if I can get merch. Yeah, you can buy it at XFL.com. Buy it? I mean, they should be sponsoring us, right? At this point, we're already talking about them. We're promoting the XFL. There's something to that. But I mean, yeah. they, maybe we could get like some sort of sponsorship. You know, Ooh, Josh Gordon is on Seattle's team. I like that. See, you, Ooh, you Josh Gordon is. Yeah, that's really? what that's what our Twitch chat says here. Josh Gordon is on at Seattle. All right, hold on. 
How do you find? Just look at the team and hit roster. Okay, hit roster. So Seattle XFL. That's the other thing. Like if you could find someone that played for your team, someone that you got a connection to. Someone. That, all right, who have I got here? I, Seattle Sea Dragons. Lazo, do you know these people? Got Antonio Brooks, um, Shabari Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that name sounds familiar, doesn't yeah, for it? For some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominique Eberl. I don't know him. Morgan Ellison, Jordan Evans, Thomas Fletcher, Harrison Frost, Josh Gordon. Look at that. Uh, Juwan Green, P.J. Hall, T.J. Hammonds. Why does that sound familiar? I'm thinking of an actor with Josh Gordon hands. on there. Uh, yeah, I just said it. Oh, okay, I like that. Uh, Chris Jones. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they okay. got a Chris they, Jones. They got a Chris Jones. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. What's wrong with that? All right, I'm all in. Sea Dragons, get some merch. Snowcone. Make sure that we can uh, get everything organized. We need an itinerary for Lazo. Otherwise, he's going to try and get out of this uh, Grand Marsh. He's going to try and get out of it no matter what. And then I also need you to contact Dwayne the Rock. That's in parentheses. Yeah. Johnson. Okay. Tell him we've already promoted the XFL. Um, Probably going to have a pretty big weekend because of us. Dwayne, but if he wants us to Rock? keep it up, Johnson? The Rock, that's his nickname. The Rock. Yes. Okay. So Dwayne like, The Rock. Like the movie Johnson. Mm-hmm. with Nicolas Cage? Yep. Okay. yep. That's in quotes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. He probably has a Twitter. Okay. And just tell him, hey, you're welcome. Um, Send us some merch. You know, this is a taste of what our you know, promote, you promoting more, abilities are. Need, okay. Yeah. But Send if you want us to keep it way. up, yeah. Because okay. you're going to see a huge drop off. If we don't talk about this again next week... You're going to see a huge drop-off. And okay. honestly, he probably is going to want us to talk about it on Friday. So. Yeah, well, we can, yeah. yeah. Actually, get Josh Gordon for the Toxic and Problematic podcast this on weekend. It. That would be good, right? Lazo will get Josh Gordon on the show. Yeah, he played for the Chiefs for a, a second, right? Right. And Lazo mm. can talk football with a football player. I mean, I'm sure he has a million questions, right? Mm-hmm. right. You hard, can talk weed with him. Is it harder yeah, to throw the ball? Go. Yeah, we talk about weed. This is, this is great. So, Lazo, what are you looking at right now? I'm looking at the head coaches. Like, maybe there'll be something there. Jim Haslett. That's a familiar Terrell name. Terrell Buckley, Reggie Barlow, Anthony Beck, Wade Phillips. Is that familiar to you? Yeah, I mean, all these guys coach for a long time. Bob Stoops, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. Oh, Heinz Ward. Yeah. Who, what, Wait, who's Wade Phillips? Well, I know that name. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Was he Cowboys? No, Pittsburgh. Wh- Pittsburgh. What about Heinz Ward? Well, Heinz I Ward just said Pittsburgh. Heinz Ward. No, I know, but where is Rod he? Rod Woodson. Where is Heinz Ward? Is he on Vegas? Are you looking at your team? Mm, no. I wonder who my coach is. Where does it say? Like how I'm yeah, calling Wayne it Phillips mile. Cowboys, already. right? I thought that was right. Oh, I've got some unsigned draftees. Boy, I hope they do a behind the scenes, you know, like a hard knocks. For That'd be cool. Ball. That'd be good. Oh, injured reserve. Damn, Julius Turner and Joshua Perkins. Mm. You guys know them? Nope. No. Me either. I don't have coaches on here. It doesn't Arlington say. is Bob Stoops. Oh. Houston is Wade Phillips. Orlando is Terrell Buckley. Las Vegas is Rod Woodson. San Antonio is Heinz Ward. Oh. oh. And who's Seattle? Jim Hazlitt. And you know that name? Yeah, of course. How? He's a, co- a coach. Uh, like in uh, uh, college or uh, NFL? Everywhere. He's been around forever. Okay. All right. There All right. Go. Well, there you go. I guess we're big XFL fans. Um Get that guy in the horn, Snowcone. Got it. That's your job for right now. Got it. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Okay, I have to tell you the story that I saw mm-hmm. in the New York Post. So in Arizona, there's a guy. I'm just going to call him Sergio, okay? They put his whole name in here, but I'm just going to call him Sergio. Okay. Uh, I like that name. He wanted to be a police officer. Sure. Uh, now, I don't know what the normal procedure is when you apply for that job. I know I've heard about... Uh, 
whatever the thing is that they go through the camp uh, for police, like the academy, I guess, right? You go through that, and you got to pass it. But I don't know what else you have to do. In this instance, they said that they made him take a polygraph. Hmm. So maybe maybe that's like a thing that they always do. Uh, so he sits down to take this polygraph, and again, applying to be a police officer, it ends with him admitting that he possessed child pornography. Jesus. This is during the job interview, hmm. and he got arrested. So here it is. An Arizona man admitted he possessed child pornography during a polygraph test for a job interview with the police department. On Monday, Sergio admitted to members of the uh, El Mirage Police Department that he still possesses videos of his ex-girlfriend and him committing sexual acts as teenagers, according to court documents. Right. The 25-year-old who applied to work as a police assistant allegedly told officers that he frequented a website where underage girls would send him sexually explicit videos. Okay, that seems pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. Yeah. A flash drive owned by Sergio allegedly had thousands of pornographic images and videos with one video containing children, according to the outlet. Elmar's police said the detectives searched his home where they found child pornography on flash drives and his personal computer with content containing children who were, you know, pretty young, some of these. Investigators are still analyzing the flash drives gathered at his residence since thousands of images were found saved in the files. He was charged with four counts of exploitation of a minor. The outlet reported Jesus. that he revealed he would go on a website. He tells him about going to Omegle, the free online chat video chat website that people use now. What is it called? Omegle. It used to I've be. I've never even heard of it. You've yeah. seen it probably pop up in your Reddit feed and not known that's what it is. It just replaced. Uh, what did that used to be called? Chat roulette. Chat roulette. Yeah, it's just like chat roulette. Like, from what I can tell. Yeah. That's basically what yeah. it is, right? You've, it looks you've the, seen it before. It looks I the bet. same. According to the outlet, he told investigators that seen he would. <laughs> That he would Let also, me tell you a couple of things. He would go on this website, a free online chat room and chat website, where he would obtain explicit photos and videos from underage strangers. According to the outlet, he told investigators that he would encrypt and conceal his identity online by using a VPN when scouring the web for pornography. Quote, my detectives acted swiftly once learning of the statements by the suspect. There is no place in any community for possessing this type of material or engaging in this type of behavior. I want to know. When he sat down for that polygraph test, when did they get to the child porn stuff? Is that Should something they, they ask, ask him, right? Right. Is that something that they asked? They might have just said, like, you know, do you, do you currently do anything illegal? Right. right? Do you, okay. But those seem so open because yeah. you'd be like, no, but and you'd be nervous it, right? about it because you speed. Yeah. I think you could, right? Okay, but even if they said, all right, do you, do you have anything illegal in your home? Or are you currently breaking any laws? Or however you would word it. You word right. it better. Uh and you pass or you fail that. And they say, yeah, hey, you know, when we asked you about if you did anything illegal, it, it showed up as, you know, you were being deceptive. And then you just say, I don't know, man, because I'm nervous. What I don't do in that situation is go, okay, here's all the illegal things that I have in my house. No, like, yeah, how did they get to that? And they make it sound like it was all from a polygraph test. Doing the polygraph test for the job interview and that that's how they discovered it. I would really like to know. What questions they asked. I mean, he must have been having an absolute panic attack. You've been yeah. pulled over by the cops before. It's nerve-wracking, especially right. if you think... Not uh, nerve-wracking enough to just start admitting to exactly, stuff you didn't ask about. Exactly. You don't say, like... Ah. Also, if I'm... Look, if I know I have child pornography, I don't think I apply to be a cop. Right. There's that. Like, I mean, maybe I'm like, well, if I do it, then I'll never get caught. I mean, but, boy, that seems risky. Yeah. Like, yeah. giving them, it just seems like, you know, if you know you're doing illegal stuff like that, it seems Regularly. like you just want to stay away from people who enforce laws. Right. Yeah. And 
in those moments when you've been pulled over and you're nervous, because, you know, guys like us, we always think no matter what. If I got pulled over on the way home right now, yeah, I think there's best. something in my car, something on my record. They're looking for right, something. Sure. I know I'm probably up to something. And you're just you're racking your brain. There's something I need to hide in here. And Snow Cone, you're probably the same way. I don't know. But when those cops start asking questions or when they make you do the roadside sobriety test, which everyone's done, sure. right? I mean, it's nerve-wracking. You, of course You can is. be completely sober and fail that thing because sure. you're having a damn panic attack. What you don't do at any point is start talking about all the illegal stuff that you have in your home. Like, hey, at my house, I have a bunch of MDMA and capsules, and someone sure. sent me a bunch of mushrooms uh, from Las Vegas and a shrink wrap bag. And it's Why are you telling there. everybody this stuff now? Well, that's right. what I, it's not there now. I, you know, but at the time when I got pulled over, I had that stuff in my house. You know, that's what I'm saying. You don't just admit to that. I'd really like to hear this guy's polygraph test. Have you ever been asked to take one? No. You never were? No. I didn't know if, if any of your incidents – I kind of figured that your incidents probably didn't – uh, you know, need any type no. of polygraph? They're trying to fit. They're not trying to solve a crime. You are the crime. They've, yeah. they've already figured it out, right? But yeah, I mean, they know what happened. They just now it's like, can you prove it? So if something happened to someone in your circle, it could be you know, your snow cone. Don't take a polygraph, right? When they ask okay. you, hey, we take I'm a not polygraph. No, absolutely no. not. No, absolutely and if they not. say why, I'm going to say because they can't be accurate because you're not allowed to use them in court. So right. why exactly? Like I don't understand why I would do that. Right, admissible. They right. say if it's inadmissible, then then why would I take it? Like it's right. not it's not admissible for to clear me, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. No. and it's not admissible to convict me. So the only the, the only it can only do bad, right? And I don't know how, if, but I what I do know is if the courts have said, man, it's not accurate enough to go ahead and put this in here. Then what I do know is that it's not accurate enough, right? What they'll do, just because I watch all these shows, when you take the polygraph and you pass, they say, okay, we've now eliminated this person's right. subsect. Or we've almost eliminated. Like, right. all right, we're going to look somewhere else. And they might tell you, hey, if you pass, we'll stop looking at you. If you don't pass, we're going to keep following you around. We're going to be trying to investigate you. So well, that's But I can't imagine a reason why I would take it. Right. You so shouldn't. if I'm guilty, I'm not taking it. Right. And if I'm innocent, yep. I don't care if you keep looking around. Yep. Yep. Right? Like, this thing can only hurt me. Yeah. I remember a, a girl, there was a story that we talked about, but it's been four or five years ago, and she got arrested, there was a, a shooting, and she had to take this polygraph, and they kept telling her that she failed. And she's like, this is what happened, though. And they're like, you're deceptive, you're lying, we don't believe any of this. She was in jail. And it took them forever, there were all these back and forth, and they finally were trying to figure out, oh, maybe we didn't have this crime right, maybe we were wrong. And when they get it all totally figured out, it turns out the girl was telling the story story the whole time right it was totally exactly what happened but she kept failing the polygraph she's like i don't know why i'm failing this stupid right thing. i think there's just no reason no. there's no reason if they say to you you know hey let's i'd just like to talk to you for a second yeah. you're just getting a lawyer well, right uh, yeah i mean there's really no benefit like that that professor says in that viral video i mean i guess if the cops come up to me and they say i want to talk to you for a second and street? I'm like, okay. Yeah. And they're like, you know, is that your car? The plates? Whatever. Okay. 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 And they're like, you know, someone got shot over there. Did you see anything? I'm like, no, I didn't see anything. They're like, we'd like to take you in. Right. I'm like, well, I'd like to have a lawyer with Where me, were you period. yesterday at 4 p.m.? Did right. you see now anything? I need a lawyer. Exactly. Just Immediately, lawyer. I need a lawyer. Yes. And if you have a bunch of illegal stuff sitting around your house, like child pornography, and you're applying to be a cop, maybe... Maybe don't take the polygraph. That seems. It seems, and if you're failing it, just say, 
I don't know what's what's wrong there. Because it's not like they can use it and say, well, now you failed the polygraph. Now we can get a warrant to go search your house. No, they can't. It's more of a That's tactic for them to get a confession out of you, right? right. When they say it's, yes. you, you, you failed. Then and they, I think also they use it to like, if you don't take it, then they're like, okay, we're on to something. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. But if you're innocent, then who cares? Yep. Then they just say, oh, it's okay. He passed. Okay. We, we eliminated right. this person as a suspect. I just, I, I, I really wish that there was video and maybe there will be eventually of this guy in Arizona. But just the thought of him going in there, sitting down for this interview, and then they hook him up to the polygraph machine and the next thing you know he's admitting to having a lot of felonious material in his home it's amazing don't take a polygraph uh, ever and just don't you know just don't talk to the police without a, a lawyer that's all right. like laszlo says if they're asking about your tags on your car right. or whatever, I mean, there's reason to do it but yeah. if they're like hey someone was mur-, as soon as the word murder comes up yeah. like man i'm gonna need a lawyer yeah and anytime if they want to talk to you at the police station yeah lawyer yeah. Every single time. There's mm-hmm. no again. There's no benefit for that. Just like the lie detector test. What's the benefit of me talking to the police without a lawyer? There right. really isn't one. And they'll say, "Oh well, it makes you look guilty if you get a lawyer." I don't care what it looks I don't like. care. Right. right. There's no. I don't benefit. care what it looks no like. No benefit. Guys, makes you look real guilty if you keep me in here for 24 hours. I start saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. Right. Exactly. Right? And they start twisting yeah. your words. Yeah. Yes. No. Listen. Just don't talk. Get a lawyer. Okay. And don't take the polygraph. And don't get child porn. Don't kill anybody. Well, that How about too. That? Yeah, start let's, there. let's start there, please. The Church of Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Well, I was looking at Forbes magazine because okay. every year I check this yeah, to well, see. You're if, an investor. Well, I want to see if we made it. Well, you're smart. I want to see if we made it. I listen to a lot of podcasts about investing money, you know, in certain things. That's, and then I relay that information to Laszlo. And mm-hmm. he's sitting on a gold mine, by the way. I am. A bunch of stock that you bought when it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Well, we'll see if I'm sitting on it. Yeah. I mean, you heard what they're going to start doing the assigned seating and right everything. Right in, yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy knows what's up. And I saw that trailer for the Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. It's coming out in June. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, even. By the way, Jess, I know this isn't one you're going to talk about, but uh, yeah, I think Indiana Jones will be widely popular. Yeah. But that Nike movie, yes, yeah, that looks cool like a Matt too. Damon. And I good. listened to that. I mean, it's obviously based on that Sneaker Wars. Yeah, the book, podcast, and book, right? Yeah. So I listened to that. Well, I think it was good. Yeah, I mean that's exciting. I was like, okay, I want to see this, and I really am not a big Indiana Jones fan, but I was like, I, that looks like fun. I'm gonna well, watch that movie. You? Gotta help Lazo out. I'll certainly be going to AMC. I'll tell you of that course. much. So Forbes does their, uh, you know, it always happens after the beginning of the year. Sometime they go back, they look at how much money everybody made, all the entertainers, and then they figure out who the highest paid entertainers mm. were. And we've done these, you know, seen these before. Um, so I'll, I'll give you the top ten, okay? Because I did not see us on the list. I don't know if there's like an area where I can click and go down further, but I didn't see it. But top 10, Bad Bunny made $88 oh, yeah. million. Dollars. He made cash from two tours and endorsement deals with Corona, Cheetos, and Adidas. So Bad Bunny making money. Number nine, Taylor Swift. Well, I figured she'd be higher, but I guess maybe that tour, maybe she's making more money this year. I don't know exactly how that works. Yeah. $92 million. She's the only woman that's on this year's top 10 list. Okay. Uh, she released Midnight's, I'm guessing that's the album, in October. Then in November, her fans crashed Ticketmaster trying to get the tickets to her tour. Number eight, James Cameron. People just love his Avatar movies, oh, don't right. they? right. I'm trying to think. Yeah, they I haven't seen it. They just love that stuff. Uh, $95 million. And hasn't Avatar already 
broken a billion? Is it at two billion? I mean, it's just, I have no idea. It's making so much money. I You're, could not be any less interested. Less, I, it's a, it would be a punishment. I went and saw the first hours. one, and I was at the theater. I felt trapped. Well, I did not want to sit there through that whole movie. I was like ready my ex-wife's to be done. cousin or something. Uh, it was. Yeah, the thought of seeing The Way of Water. This one's underwater, though. Yeah, it's it came out like hours. Christmas time or something last time. Yeah. And I remember I was there, and I was like, you know, get out of this Check house for a little bit. We'll right. go watch a movie. Exactly. It's like four hours long. Sounds good. I'll go with you. Yeah. It was boring. Horrible. Boring. Horrible. But we're in the minority. Yeah, people, people love it. it. Which so is that's good. Totally people love it. Fine. Uh, that's, that's exactly. It's like I'm not into superhero movies. Lazo is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lazo's not into Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I am. You know, if you like it. That's great. Hmm. I ain't judging you. It's just not for me. But he made $95 million. The Rolling Stones are number seven on the list. Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't surprise you at all? No. I thought well, that surprised me. $98 Man, they go on million. tour and they just sell out arenas. And, I mean, they're still selling records. So they did, a, they did a 15-city uh, tour in Europe last summer. Okay? 15 cities. They were making $8.5 million a night. $8.5 million per yeah. night in each of those things. Number six is Brad Pitt. $100 million. Are they trying to cancel Brad Pitt right now with this stuff about him and his ex and I fighting her on the like plane? That. It seems like they're yeah. trying to cancel him a little bit. Feels like that. It's not. It's just feels not like that the, shit passed. Exactly. Like I heard about it, and they were like, you know, you shoved a kid or whatever. I think he, he screamed on the plane. Did what a lot of people should do is he just didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. He was. They were like, you know, yeah, no comment. And I also, I, I don't even think he said no comment. Just you know. Yeah, I don't know if he's responded to it yet or not, but it's, it's. It does feel like you said this ship is passed. Or I don't know if you were just talking about for him. For him. Specifically. Oh, I feel like trying to cancel someone for something like that has also become at least more difficult. You for know? sure. You got Louis C.K. selling out these arenas and stuff, and then it's like we're going to try and cancel Brad Pitt for screaming on an airplane. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, so Brad Pitt made $100 million. He sold his stake in the production company Plan B and also earned money from the movies Bullet Train, Babylon, and The Lost City. Hey, all right, so you know when you... Uh... I don't know if you guys do this, but if you order something from like, uh, like if you order something from the convenience store on one of the delivery apps, right? Okay. So like I've ordered stuff today. Uh, like a DoorDash delivery or something? Yeah, okay. I, but I used one and I used it for a convenience store because I was running late to work and I don't normally get the boys Valentine's Day stuff. I just, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's more like a mom or girlfriend thing or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes I'll just pick them up something. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to be here. I got to go. I don't have time to go get it and get it back because I forgot it was Valentine's Day, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, so I ordered, uh, like, you know, just two, one chocolate heart, one chocolate heart, right? Okay. Put it on the counter for when they get home. Okay. Um, and it said, it always says, like, do you need anything else from the store? And a lot of times it'll go by, like, your last purchase or something, you know, yeah. like any items you missed. And it didn't do that this time. Maybe it was a Valentine's Day thing. It just said, would you like to pick up Plan B? What? It literally suggested Plan B. Wow. And I don't know if it just knew it was Tuesday or if it knew <laughs> it, knew, it, it knows was Valentine's tomorrow, Day. Valentine's right? Day, I guess. You need it tomorrow. Right. But I just, I'd never seen it like suggested yeah. on an app, which no. it didn't bother me, but I did think somebody's going to lose their mind. Yes, I'm sure they've lost Not their mind. Not that I care tomorrow. if they lose their mind, but I'm like, someone's going to lose their mind that you were suggested Plan B. Yes. Yeah. Well, did you hear about the Satanic Temple? So I say, give me two, give me three, one for all of us. Happy Valentine's Day, boy. <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about the Satanic Temple thing coming up. But that talk about making people furious. Number five is the Simpsons creator James L. Brooks and Matt Groening. Wow, a hundred and five million dollars. They're pocketing big money from Disney's acquisition of Fox. So I guess that that sale is why. I mean, number five, the Simpsons creators. Number four, this is the one that was making headlines. I feel because South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone. 
were number four highest yeah. paid entertainers. That show's been on for 25 years at this point. They're still good. $160 million. Most of that comes from a deal they signed with Paramount in 2021, guaranteeing them $935 million Jesus. over six years. Oh, my God. They're going to pay them a billion dollars, basically, yeah. over six years. I was watching one the other day where Cartman wanted to be dumb enough to be a NASCAR driver, and I'd seen it before. I was still laughing when he's spraying Vagisil in his mouth. Mm, I I just want to be dumb. And he's like, I'll never be dumb and poor enough. And then the kids are like, you can be dumb and poor enough if you try. <laughs> I got to watch that one. That's the thing. There's always like at least a couple of seasons that people are like, you should watch this one. Man. I really like the one where the scooters kept showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I like that one. Scooters, yep. You know, the... Uh, well, you get a chance. The NASCAR one will make you laugh because he sees a, a you know an ad that says may cause memory loss or whatever. He's like, "This is it. Perfect. I can be dumb." So, <laughs> you know, he goes to the grocery store and he sprays Vagisil all over his face <laughs> and in his mouth. And the lady's like, "Son, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." He's like, "Yes, I'm going to be dumb. <laughs> I can be a NASCAR, NASCAR driver." Well, I guess you know people are still watching the shows, and that's why it still makes me laugh, man. They made 160 million last year. All right, number three. Tyler Perry. Mm. $175 million. Has he put out something new? He's the only actual billionaire on this year's list. I don't know what he did. Usually it says, it'll give you a little description of like how he made all that money, but is it just, are people just paying to rent the, what's her name? Medea. Medea yeah, movies? Boy. He was good in Gone Girl as the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I thought he was really good in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good movie, by the way. It is a good movie. Yeah. I only remember I he's know, in that just said, it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's I can't crazy. imagine how he gets. Yeah, maybe number he put three. out something we don't know. We should look to see what he did because it says 175 million. It's number three. Number two on the list. The top two are amazing. Number two on the list is uh, a singer. Okay, Lazo, um, mm-hmm. British Adele. Been around for a long time since the late 70s, oh, okay. early 80s. Um, you're a fan of earlier work. Okay. Um, He's a good-looking guy. He was part of a band. Rod Stewart. Then he then he went solo. Rod Stewart. Nope. But you're, Eric you're getting, Clapton. Getting closer. I mean, keep in mind the number two highest-paid entertainer last McCartney? year. McCartney. Sting. Oh. Yeah, but like, how does he beat McCartney? I don't know. McCartney's got to be making tour, money. McCartney for, did a tour. So Sting made two hundred and ten million dollars. Tour. Did no, Sting tour. I don't know. No, it said he sold his catalog. That's Which is what all the artists yeah. are selling doing the now. Catalog. They're yeah, selling well, their catalog. Go. So his must be worth a lot. But number yeah, one... I can only imagine. He's probably got a... You know, his catalog, he's probably got a percentage of all the police stuff he can mm-hmm. sell. He can sell all those Sting records. I mean... Yep. And God only knows what he wrote for other people. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't have any idea, but I'm sure it's plenty. In those early days, wasn't Stuart Copeland kind of considered... like? I know that he kind of like recruited those guys to be in the band, right? I mean, it was sort of his deal. Yeah. So I want. Did he get writing credit ever, or was Sting writing all those songs? I don't know how. Don't you know, know what? They can do it any way they want. I know. So like, when you're a band, you can say like, "Hey, we all get." You know, in their right. case, it's a three piece, thirty three and a third percent. Right. Or you all get twenty five percent. A lot of bands will do that. Like yeah. we just, you know, it's a four piece. We'll go twenty five percent. That way, there's no arguing. Yeah. That's really like if you're trying to get it to be done right. Because what happens then is if you say no, we're just going to really kind of count who wrote what. Well, then the, you, the other argument could be like, say, you're the lead singer who writes most of the songs, yeah. but the drummer wrote a song, right. and then when it goes to put the songs on the record, the lead singer may be like, I don't like that one. But it's not uh, that he doesn't like it, that's yeah. not the best one, but right. he's got 0% writing credit, right? right? Yep. So to try to stay away from all that, I always would tell people, just go 25%, just but they never it. do. They yeah. never do. They're no. always like, no. 
I get 36, they get 32. I'm like, you know, you're arguing over 4%, your band's going to break up. Right. Literally, people are going to leave. It's going to be just you. Yeah. I mean, I'll look on the record. Congratulations. I'll look, but, I'll look for the writing credits on it. Like uh, mm-hmm. the strokes, right? Mm-hmm. Julian gets writing credit for everything, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he gives writing credit to anybody else. I've, I don't think I've ever seen Billy that. Corgan, I don't think he ever gave anyone else any writing credit. I mean, he said, I wrote all this. I, I play the instruments. You know, these people are basically here to tour with me. Um, I know there's a lot of bands that way. And I always wondered, like, man, if you're sitting there in a session and you're a redling guitarist or whatever, at some point you had an idea for like a riff that got added to the song. But really the lead singers like that. Yeah, really yeah, for that. if he gives you the credit, right? If he'll yeah. admit it, if he'll admit it. I mean, yeah, that's how I mean, bands usually they break will. up. Uh, okay, number one. Again, this is the highest paid entertainers of 2022. This is another. But I've heard people say also, like I think it was maybe John Bon Jovi who was like, you know, all those band. He wrote everything. Yeah. And all those band members, he just paid him a salary. Okay, you could do like, that. Like I'm too. just going to pay you. I'm going to write everything. I don't want to hear what drum you think should be in there. Yeah. Because I'm writing it all, play the drum I told you to play, and the bands were like, yeah, I mean, we made whatever. Would I have liked to have written some of it? Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, he's paying me, so I'll just play what he says. So, I mean, that's another way to do it for sure. And that's the impression I get from, like, Billy Corrigan and, and Julian, like, that they're saying, we write it, we can, we, you know, we know what we want, and it's done. And in some cases, they might even play the instruments on the album. I've heard of yeah. artists that do that. They're like, I and actually Dave play all the played all the uh, instruments on the first Foo Fighter. He record. did. Okay. Lenny Kravitz did the same thing. Like Prince. I just play them all. Yeah. yeah. Prince yeah. did that, right? And then you've got a band. And you're like, yeah, but that's not actually them on the record. It's all me. Yeah. You know. Uh, but okay. So number one, highest paid. Well, we produce records too. Sometimes you know when I produced them, the bass player sucks. Yeah. So you just let them put it down. Nobody knows. You give them like six or seven takes for his stupid song, and then he would leave. And my buddy who played instruments but also produced records with me he would he would leave and he'd just cut it he'd do the bass do the bass yeah. and tell the kid you know hey you're great man right he goes home and then we're like scrap well, all that i'll yeah. play it don't yeah. tell him right right like it's horrible i'm like okay yeah i feel like if i you know who knows if i was smart and i was um, you know artistic and i was writing songs like that if i had a band that i wanted to keep together i feel like i would give them a piece of the writing action but i guess not. i mean that's where you get your money by the way, uh, Tyler Perry in 2022 put out a Medea Homecoming and a Jazz Man's Blues. So. Okay. Medea Homecoming, huh? That's, I thought they already had one of those. Uh, so number one, highest paid entertainer 2022. I'll give you a clue, Lazo. British group. They also sold their catalog, and they also did a farewell tour. Farewell tour, sell catalog. The main guy isn't doing so well. The, the very last show. It wasn't looking so good. Oh, Snow cone. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. No, I thought you. I thought you were gonna get it for sure. Mm-hmm. Genesis. Oh, they did a reunion tour. They did a farewell yeah. tour. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't see? He's he's ill. Do they come here? Well, I saw oh, Ozzy oh. was ill and he can't. He's done performing. And I thought he sold his catalog. Oh, too. really? That's where I got that. Yeah. I saw a video yeah. of uh, of Genesis on their farewell tour. Actually, I saw a video of what I think was supposedly the la- the last show. He was like sitting down. I don't think he could oh. stand up. Maybe he did at some point, but Ooh. I read there was something wrong with him. He's got health issues, and and that was going to be it for them. But yeah, they pocketed two hundred and thirty million last year Damn. thanks to the sale of their music catalog, their farewell tour. And then there are other revenue streams. So there's a lot of those bands that do farewell tours. I'm like, I'm not interested. Like, yeah. I don't even want to go. But I probably, if I knew Genesis was here, I might go check it out. Even though I don't like them that much. I missed. I, I like, feel okay. like 
I should have gone to see that Guns N' Roses reunion. I'm not a big fan. Right. But people actually said that he was doing a decent job. Yeah. Like, no, he actually sounds good. I'm I like, damn it. I should have gone to see it, and I'm, I'm mad at myself. But you know what we could do? We could go see Billy Idol. I've already seen him. No, I know, but we could go see him in a couple of months. I'm saying. I just saw him like last year, I think. No, you went to that show without me? Yeah. What? Last you made year. fun of me forever? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, do you want to go again? I asked you to go, and you said no. Oh, my God. I think I remember that. Yeah. I was like, I'm going. I wanted to get the VIP package. He said I was going to be there with a bunch of old ladies or whatever. And that is not true. They, I said I wanted to go, and I went. Well, if someone wants to go with me uh, in a couple months, I don't know. What other bands would you see if it was a farewell tour? Okay, if Billy Idol was doing farewell. Well, I mean, I already see him. That's the thing. Like, like I don't even really know Genesis that well. I mean, right. I'm not saying I don't. I mean, I know Abacan. I know the songs, but I'm not a huge fan. So yeah. it's kind of one of those things like, oh, okay. I know these guys were great. Right, uh, uh, true. A lot of people, yeah. Right, so uh, and I don't know them all that well, yeah. So you know, I would think like if I was going to go, I'd be like, all right, well, I'll take two weeks to kind of get familiar with their stuff, yeah, and then go see this band, and then you know, never think about it again. Yeah, Willie Nelson is one who I don't know that he's ever going to do a retirement tour. It's just right. that eventually, I've seen him. You know, he's, he's yep. gonna he's gonna have to he's gonna clock out. I mean, the guy's old. Right. I don't mm-hmm. and same so with Springsteen. Like, I don't think he's going to stop. So yeah. right now that. That's one I got to see. Dylan. Oh, well, he's coming. You should go. It's so hard to get tickets, right? But yeah, right. okay, if Springsteen does a farewell, even though you've seen He's not going to do a farewell. Okay. But right. I mean, yeah. If he did. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I'm just trying you to know, think Again, of it's one of those things I've seen several times, so. Yeah. And I thought it was, you taught me this. I thought this was interesting. When a band does a farewell tour, a lot of times the promoter will say, you have to sign a contract with yeah. us that you're actually going to yeah, be done after this was, tour, uh, or we'll knows? sue you. Well, Mo- let's not Mo- say... Motley Crue, yeah, I think. That's yeah. what I heard, but yeah. uh, I thought that was interesting that they signed that contract. Yeah, they'll sign a contract, at least to say, and it might be years, you know. Mm-hmm. There's probably years on okay. it, so it's not like you, you can never play again. I don't think anybody would sign that. Okay. But it could be like, you won't play for four years or something. Okay, yeah. okay. Know? So it seems like a farewell before you do another reunion tour. Or yeah, yeah, if you want to do this in five years, that's fine, but you can't do it again. Yeah, okay. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, let's doom scroll. All right, well, this is doom for sure. There was a shooting uh, on campus last night at Michigan State. Now, you're from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, You are a Michigan fan. I am. So Michigan State is... Yeah, they're the enemy. An enemy. Yeah, but not if a, like a, there's a shooting. I don't no, want no, anybody no, no. to get killed. Obviously, that's not where I'm headed. I was well, going to say you were going to be like, "Were you happy?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, no, no." I was. I would never say that. Oh my okay. god! I thought did it sound like you know, there was. I get it. Headed? Yeah, I, 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 I should have done it. I'm like, job. are you trying to ask me if? I mean, it's not Ohio State. Not Ohio no, State, I was exactly. trying to explain right. uh, that even though it's not your school, you're familiar with the campus, and I was going to ask you. You've been there before, right? Yeah, like hung out there. I thought you'd yeah. say maybe you'd gone there and, and hung out. Um I mean, I've certainly been there and had friends who went there, for Do sure. Do you root for Michigan State if they're not playing your team? If, no. Like if they go to a bowl no. or whatever? No? Okay. No. Okay. So um, a 43-year-old But man, I will tell you, it's weird that I'm a Michigan fan because I didn't go to either one of those universities. Uh, and when, you know, my uh, niece, uh, well, it would be my cousin, I guess, passed away of oh, leukemia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole, I mean, Michigan State University, like, held benefits for her. I went to a dinner with the entire football team, the head coach. Wow. They all tried to raise money Why? for her. What was the affiliation? To raise money for uh, my uncle was a Michigan State cop. Wow. Okay. And a Michigan State detective, and had worked in the area, and you know they were they they heard about the news, put on all this stuff, gave us all like I was a kid too, yeah. 
Gave us all jerseys and everything. Like, super nice. That's George Perlis was the coach. Like, gave us all kinds of stuff. Rallied for my niece. Held all kinds of benefits and dinners and auctions. And I got my car, and I was like, yeah, I like Michigan. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why. Yeah. It just is what it is. Right. Know? Uh that's kind of reminds I've me. I've always thought about that, like later on, because I don't really have it. You know what I mean? I'm like, why? Well, I, I could just be a Michigan State fan. Why yeah, not? But I mean, lots like, of that would make are... sense. Why I am right? Like yeah. if somebody's like, why are you a Michigan State fan? You didn't go there. Let me tell if you I just why. told you that quick story, yeah. I'd be like, I'm a bigger fan than you. Yeah, yeah. I have a connection. But they're like, yeah. But I, I you know, right? Starting today, I'm a Michigan State fan. But but you also Michigan has two big schools. I mean, not the you know big teams, big sports schools. Yeah. Right. So if you live in Missouri, like you're an MU fan, <clears throat> you know. That's your team. If you're going to root for a college team, I assume that you root for them, even if you didn't go there. Uh, in Kansas, you got K State and, and KU. KU. You there's know, two. There's a Missouri State in Missouri, but you know, right. You know, they're I'm good not, at baseball. Not, okay, yeah, they are good at baseball. They're great at baseball. Well, um, a 43 year old man opened fire on the Michigan State University campus uh, last night. He killed three people. He critically injured five more. All of the victims were students at the university. Overnight, a deadly rampage at Michigan State University. Run! Prompting an hours-long campus lockdown. The first calls coming in around 8.18 p.m. Within minutes, hundreds of officers swarming Berkey Hall, where authorities say two people were killed. The suspected gunman fled to the nearby Student Union building, where police say another person died. This truly has been a nightmare that we are living tonight. I saw the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. She said, uh, we cannot keep living like this. Our yeah. children are scared to go to school. People feel unsafe in their houses of worship or local stores. Too many of us scan rooms for exits when we enter them. Yeah. Uh, she said, many of us have gone through the grim exercise of figuring out who our last call would be. Last night, a lot of kids on campus made those calls. Man. You know, They had this uh, shelter in place, and the cops yeah. descended. I heard the guy took his own life. Right, I heard that too, but I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, well, that's what I heard this morning. I thought they said that on the news. This article literally just says the police say he's forty three, has no affiliation with the school. They've got his name and everything. I'm like, okay, but did he kill himself? Because I'm pretty sure he did. Um, anyway, mm. you know, three. You know that three because students. you brought up the calls. This is something I wanted to bring up to you guys, and I, I think it's fascinating. Not only fascinating, but horrifying. So. Um, my youngest goes to elementary school, right? Mm -hmm. And I got an email from the principal, I think, or maybe his teacher, I don't remember exactly who, was basically like, hey, we've been catching kids on their phone, right? Uh, the phone has to stay in their backpack. If they get caught with it during school hours, the principal will take it. Okay. And I thought, you know, I don't know. Like, really, I'm like, who cares? Well, like, they can't look at it in between classes? No. So you're just not allowed to look at it. So, but I was like, you know, I don't know, maybe kids are just down. And you know what? I'm not a teacher and I'm not right. going right. to get involved in this with you, right? It's fine. Um, but then I started thinking about it, you know, it only took a couple of minutes. I'm like, what if something happened? Right. What if something happened and they needed to text me or the police, for God's sakes, yep. right? Yep. What if they're in one class and everybody's. You know, one class could make a, you know, the, the shooter didn't get to and they could make a call, but nobody's got their phone, right? Yep. Well, couldn't they go to their bag and get their phone? What if they're in a different class? Like they're in gym. Like they run to, oh, yeah. Okay. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. It wouldn't on be them. on them. Right. Right? I've heard that argument before. What if there's one the kid shoes. who was in the bathroom, if he had his phone on him, he yeah. could call the police, but now he can't, yeah. right? Because his phone, it's like, boy, in this world, 
It's almost like, I, you know, and, and I thought about it. At the point, I was like, man, take his phone. You know, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. If it's hard to teach him, take it, put it in the backpack. But then I was like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they need a line to somebody because, you know, in this world, that's a dangerous place, actually. Yep. And they need the phone. Yep. And I remember hearing stories of schools saying, we're not going to allow cell phones in school. You can't bring your phone right. with you to class. And uh, parents said just that, hey, they might need their phone. Right. What if something happens? And so basically, from what I can tell, most schools allow kids to have their phones, and it seems like right. they keep them like at least in their pocket most of the time. I'm sure they get caught looking at them or whatever. Yeah. There was some talk a long time ago about, you My know, oldest um, got caught. He was maybe in the bathroom walking out, and he picked up his phone. And it was me texting him. Mm. And somebody's like, put your phone away. And he was like, you know, he's like, so they wanted to take it from me because you were texting me. I'm like, just, wouldn't you just tell him it's your dad? Mm. Right. Like, that's the other thing, too, because yeah. here's the thing. Like, I told him because he was worried that uh, somehow you have to be registered to get on the bus. And he went on the bus and they didn't have his name. And I'm like, why, why don't they have your name? Like, right, you like, right. What, you know, okay. So then I called the bus company, and they were like, you know, hey, we're sorry. I don't know why that happened. He's clearly registered, so I'm going to call the bus driver now and just make sure that, you know, I don't know what happened, but I'm calling them now. It's going to be fine. So I was just texting him like, hey, man, don't worry about getting on the bus. I talked to them. You're good. And then he was like, okay, great. Thanks. And that was it, but that was enough to be – but I'm like, well, what – I mean – so, you know, the next time something happened, I just emailed the teacher. I was like, will you tell him this? Which, why? Right. You know, why? Right. Yeah, it's a different time. It, yeah. it's a, remember when they talked about signal jammers? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the school can put up a signal jammer. People said, you cannot. I think lawyers said you cannot. Right. They ended up saying that that's illegal, I believe. Like, they weren't allowed to block service. And then, yeah, people were making that argument that you're making. Look, school's not always a safe place to be and i've seen some of those news reports and heard some of those phone calls unfortunately absolutely and if my kid needs his phone he needs to have it on him um alec murdoch he saw on trial i mean this guy looks pretty guilty it just keeps getting mm-hmm. worse and worse and and they released um body cam footage from the night of the murder where the police show up and they also released a little bit more footage from the second interview where he's sitting in the car now remember Snowcone, the one where he's sitting in the car is where he says they did him so bad yeah. and the prosecution saying he says i right and the defense is like no he said they this so. morning body cam video from the night paul and maggie murdoch were murdered has been publicly released the footage shows a highly emotional alec murdoch sobbing yards away from his murdered wife and son. They did check him. It's official that they're dead. It's bad to check the pulses. The court also released Alex's second police interview. It's just so bad. They did it so bad. He's such a good boy, too. It sounded like they, like he said they, right? Snowcone, I'm still with, they did him so bad. Yeah, but we made the case, too, that even if he said I, that it could be I wasn't a great right, father. Exactly, I wasn't yeah, exactly. You know? But I think just listening to it in real time, it sounds... It was just so bad. They did him so bad. It they like did him they. so bad. Yeah, that's what it sounds <laughs> like to me. Yeah. yeah. It sounds uh, like they. Yeah, I think so, too. They tried to change But again, thing. like you said, Snowcone, we talked about it. Even if he said I. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean I feel so bad. I did him, you know, I did him so bad. That doesn't mean I killed him. It's not it's right. like I was a bad father. I, you know, I, that could be, I mean, I don't even want to think about it. If something happened to one of my kids and I said, I, you know, I did him so bad, that wouldn't mean that I did any. It could be like, man, right. I wasn't there for him. I think that's what Snowcone right? was saying, right? Isn't that what you were saying? I mean, that, that mm-hmm. could be, mm-hmm. I did him so bad. Yeah, I don't, yeah. wouldn't think that that would I make you look. I should have been a better dad. I should have. It's not incriminating. My job is to protect him and I wasn't there. Yes. That's it. Like, exactly. that's a very simple statement. I'm not saying that's what he meant, but. Right. I feel like he could have meant that, and he could have meant that enough that it wouldn't 
make me vote guilty if that's what that was their big evidence. Right. Yeah. So first of all, he probably said they. It's what it sounds like. But otherwise, you have that. So I just think it's not incriminating. Right. And you, by the way, they've and got enough tons of other incriminating you, you plenty of incriminating you don't need stuff. That. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fentanyl. You saw. Um, I almost said Obama. You saw Biden talking about it at the State of the Union, right? How many people mm-hmm. did he say it kills? 75,000, 15,000? I, I think he said 70-some thousand. I'm, I'm going to go with that. You can look it up, Snow Cone, and fact mm-hmm. check me on that one. But it's everywhere. Laszlo's talked about it. You know, you tell your kids you just can't do drugs because there could be fentanyl in it. There are now volunteer groups that are organizing. The one I saw on the news this morning uh, is in Philadelphia, but these groups are popping up all over. And what they do is they get fentanyl test strips to people. And they're trying to get them in places like bars. And they showed a bar where a bar owner decided, I'm going to do this. I like that. She put... Fentanyl, it's a, you know, you see this little page hanging there. It talks about fentanyl. It's got one of the QR scanners. And then there's a pocket filled with fentanyl test strips. And they're saying, like, if you do Molly, if you do cocaine, if you do drugs like that, and you're, you don't have a tolerance for opiates, opioids, you need to test your drugs. And so what they're trying to do is at least get these free fentanyl test strips, yeah. which I think, look, if we're saying we don't know how to stop the fentanyl coming I mean, in right what, now. Give them to them. I would give them give to them my to kids. Everybody. Exactly. I absolutely would. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I don't want you to do it. You could die. But if yep. you... For whatever reason, have, you know, in a situation where you think you're going to do it and you don't think well, anything, yep. like, I'm telling you now, don't do it. But if, at least take these with you. Yep. That's, and I think that's how these people feel. They're like, hey, we know you're going to this. One of them was like a music festival. We know you're right. going to be dancing forever. Just please take these fentanyl strips with you. Yeah. That's not encouraging drug use. It's just saying fentanyl's killing a lot of people. And until we figure out how to stop right. getting well, it, Well, you know, anybody who would dying. be against that, it it's seems so to me like the same people would be like, who would abstinence only like you know right. teach your kid how a condom works right exactly and you're like guys Jesus. we've been trying this for 50 years it doesn't work there's an issue with fentanyl contamination happening right now jessica runs a tiktok called party safer with jess people are doing drugs like cocaine and maybe like mdma ketamine things like that where um they haven't built up a tolerance to opioids so while the encounters might be less common one encounter could be enough to kill them yeah so, look, these test strips are not that expensive. It seems to me that this is at least something we could be doing and saying, yeah, put course. these things everywhere, put them in people's hands. And, you know, it's like, uh, what's the antidote? No, no, Narcan. 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 That's a little expensive, I guess, to give to everybody and it, it expires or whatever. But if you know people who do drugs or if you right. do drugs, it's probably worth having around. And these test strips are cheap. So I like the idea of just going to the bar and, hey, oh, there's a test strip. We forgot we bought that Coke earlier. Whatever right, yeah, it is. Yeah. And you can test your drugs. I mean, even if it just saves one life, yeah. it's worth it because those, those things are not very expensive. Uh, oh, and we know they can do it. I mean, even the government could do it. Right. Mm-hmm. They send us COVID tests. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. They send 10 of those cheaper. to everybody's house. Here's 10 t- test know, strips. Yeah. No, test strips. Exactly. I think I was I was thinking the same thing like how much they spent on the vaccine and all that rollout. Mm-hmm. You could send out some fentanyl test strips if you you know say that you truly do care about this issue and you want to do something about it. We could start there. All right, I know we got to take a break, Snowcomb. We'll come back here and finish doom scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. All right, we're gonna doom scroll some more coming up. Yeah, we're gonna finish doom scrolling. Did you right. see um, Mahomes? I mean, he was been on TV a lot. Uh, they caught him after Disney. Talking about the the comeback, right? Yeah. I think that was on maybe Good Morning America. It must be because that's ABC. They owned it. I watched him on Kimmel Disney last night. Right. Then he was on Kimmel he was as good. well. He was good on I Kimmel. He was good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I really, you know, you guys know. Like, I was like, he's. I didn't love him on TV. 
He didn't seem like that. On the field, he seemed like that guy. Off the field, I'm like, man. He's just so trained. Pull it together. But I feel like he's just done. He's just made it 100% better. He's so good now. Uh, So this was him. I think it's Good Morning America. How does winning the second Super Bowl compare to the first? I appreciate it so much more, man. Uh, whenever you deal with failure and losing uh, the AFC Championship game and losing the Super Bowl, you don't understand how much you appreciate winning that next one. And to win it now with a brand new team, couldn't be more thankful. What does it take to lead your team down 10, down double digits again in the Super Bowl to come back and win? It, it's all about taking it one play at a time. That's all you can control. Um, and that, that was what we did. We talked about it in the locker room. And Mahomes is slow getting up. Oh, boy. How hurt were you in the second quarter? I didn't feel good. Um, I definitely kind of re-aggravated that ankle injury, but I wasn't going to come out of the game. At the end of the day, you have to go out there and leave everything on the football field, and I tried to do that, and I was able to go out there and get enough to get a win. You know, one thing we didn't talk about yesterday, did you notice at halftime all the analysts are sitting there, and they're basically saying, well, the Chiefs, you know, are getting dominated, and now, you know, Mahomes is – Ankle looks like it's hurting them a little bit more, and you know it just looks like this game's not going to go their way because they're down. And it was basically like the Chiefs are going to lose. That was the feeling right. I was getting from them. Like, have you never watched the Chiefs? Like, yeah. they, they go into the set. Well, I don't said- want to say this. I didn't want to say this, but just so you guys know, when Mahomes got hurt, I did have. I just threw it out there because I was his ankle. I did have ten bucks on Chad Henney to be Super Bowl MVP. Okay. So and I had Party said it before the game. So the guys are over with me when he went, they went down. They're like, "Oh no!" And they looked at me like, "But damn, man, right. that could my pay pretty well." They're like, "Dad's about to get that money." What did that pay? I'll bet it paid quite it a bit. Been nice, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They were just acting like you know. Oh, and what they were saying is the Chiefs shouldn't have deferred. That was the thing that got me. They're like, "Though Chiefs shouldn't have deferred," you know, because Philly scored and, the, and then they've got the momentum, and Kansas City just can't keep up. I'm like. Kansas City always defers, and there's a lot of games that they win going into half when they're down. Uh, And then, yeah, real quick, he was on Kimmel last night, and he was talking about uh, the halftime show. You heard what he said that Coach Reed told him about the halftime show. You are not allowed to go watch. Were you at all watching Rihanna's uh, performance during this? I didn't, but I heard it was great. But uh, Coach Reed told us, he said, if you go out to watch the performance, just keep walking because you're not playing the rest of the game. (laughs) I love that. Remember, there's been instances where there's been like, there sure. was a kicker that was on the field one time for a halftime show. All right. All right. We'll finish doing the uh, the news. We got to talk a little bit about UFOs, which I told you last night. Yeah. I think you and I have got that figured out. And we got to talk about Harry Potter as well. I know that excites you. It's the Church of Oslo. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? We are uh, finishing up Doom Scrolling. Have you heard the news about this uh, Harry Potter game? No. You have not seen this? No. You know, I never would have known about this game had it not been for the fact that there was supposed to be a protest of this game. So, you know, people are mad at J.K. Rowling, right? Yeah. They call, her, they call her a turf. I don't know what all that is. Yeah. They I mean, s- I'm aware of it, but I don't know exactly. So she's made comments that they say are anti-trans. Okay? Okay. So they say, uh, you know, we're going to boycott this stuff. We, we don't like her anymore. And she, she kind of came back and made more comments saying, I don't think you understood me. I'm going to clarify. And when she did that, it seemed like a lot of people... Didn't like those comments either. So when this Hogwarts game, now people on Twitch, uh, by the way, you can see us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. Uh, maybe someone on Twitch can correct me here because I've been trying to follow this, but it seems like when the game you know, was getting ready to come out, there was all this talk that it was going to get um, 
Oh, they, they call it like rating bombed or whatever, where people go in you know, like they do with the girls Ghostbuster movie and everyone went into YouTube and hit the dislike button and oh. they all decided to go in and make it the most disliked video or whatever, stuff like that. They get angry that something's being made. They don't want it. So supposedly they were going to try and do similar things with this game. They were going to boycott what it. Kind of, I don't understand what kind of game, like a board game. Oh, it's like something? a video game. It's a video. Oh, game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a video game. And, uh, they were going to, you know, oh, maybe the ratings for it uh, would be bombed, all that stuff. But it ends up getting good reviews. It ends up getting a lot of downloads. It ends up becoming like the number one downloaded game. What so, is what is it on? It's on everything. I think. As far as playing on think Xbox you, or I, PS5, I think or you can play. Is I think you can play it on the, on the current gen consoles, and I know you can play it on PC and like. Uh, okay. uh, I assume that you get it on Steam or whatever. But yes, people have been downloading this, and now apparently it's very popular. And of course, what. The media is saying is everyone said they were going to boycott this, which brought attention to the game and now made the game the big success that it is. It's the only reason that we're talking about it. And all of this stuff about boycott and protest, we don't seem to see it. They still say they're going to do it, though. It is one of the most anticipated games of the year from a franchise that has drawn controversy in recent times. The new Harry Potter-based video game is facing backlash from trans gamers and LGBTQ plus fans as author J.K. Rowling continues to be criticized for comments she's made about the trans community. So uh, there you go. It's flying off store shelves despite calls for boycott of the new release. After winning global fame as the author of the hit book series, J.K. Rowling has fallen from beloved to beleaguered, it says here, in recent years over her outspoken views on transgendered women. Uh, I'm, you know, if you want to go back and read the quotes, I, I think we've talked about it. Didn't I'm we looking talk at about it, but I never point? really understood them. You, you, on June 6, 2020, Rowling retweeted an op-ed piece that discussed yes. people who menstruate. Yeah. Apparently taking issue with the fact that the story did not use the word women. People who menstruate, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. So that's what she said. Yep, yep. And then she also uh, showed her support for a woman, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, for a woman who got fired from a job because of uh, things that she had said about there being, you know, male and female genders about there being two genders. I don't exactly. She I'll, said if the author did not relent and wrote about her views in more detail, if sex isn't real, there's no same sex attraction. Yeah. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is there erased. That's a big one. Yeah. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. The idea that women like me who've been empathetic to trans people for decades feeling kinship because they're vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e. to male violence, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences is nonsense. I respect every trans person. Oh, come on. I respect every trans person's right to live any way they feel that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. So you if you go all the way back to the very beginning, she also liked a tweet that referred to, apparently referred to trans women as men in dresses. Her and her team said that she did not mean to like that tweet. And she was like, I wasn't, I, I absentmindedly hit it. I was not trying to like that tweet. But then you fast forward a couple years to 2020, she likes another what they call transphobic tweet. It says, uh, 
Rowling again faced backlash for reportedly liking another transphobic uh, tweet, in this case, one that misgendered a psychotherapist and photographer, Alex Drummond, who described her as an adult human male who claims to be a lesbian. So um, there was a couple of different things there with Twitter. You know, I, I go ahead and yeah. step back from this. Uh, seems people are real passionate about these issues. And mm-hmm. I think we all agree that we want people to be able to live whatever feels authentic to them. Yeah. And if you, uh, uh, you know, if you want, if you are saying, I want to live as a woman because I feel like I am a woman, I want you to do that. Mm-hmm. If you say, I want to dress like a woman because I feel like a woman, when you do that, if you say, Hey, I would appreciate it if you refer to me as a woman. Absolutely. I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. None of us do. No, we're all good with that. Mm-hmm. What I would like is a little grace you know, instead of this, it's all or nothing. If there is a slip up and you say, right. hey, remember when he and they say, oh, no, now you've dead named or whatever it's called. You know, you misgendered, you know, try and give people yeah, some course. credit who want to work with you. We're trying our best. Who, right. And I know you might say our best isn't good enough, but we're we're not trying to fight our with you. Is there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I have no issue with anyone living however they want to live. Mm-hmm. Now, you start talking about all this other stuff, I think we just stay out of it. Mm-hmm. The gender-affirming care for minors and all that stuff, I don't think, I don't think that's for Church Laszlo, right? Yeah. I just don't know that anyone needs our opinion on that or has been looking for I'm reading, still reading all this stuff. Stephen King got involved. Yeah. I, this is from Glamour.com, if you're interested. It goes through all the tweets, everything she said, and then everything people said. Against her, I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there to unpack. Yeah, there's one on Yahoo as well. If you just type in timeline, it goes through all, a bunch of them. If you put it in timeline, they'll give you the full breakdown right. of everything that was said. Honestly, like the one I'm looking at now is too long because there's there's been a lot of these that I feel like didn't make as big a, a headline. But there's been a few of them that were like the big, oh, you know, people are mad at J.K. Rowling again. And, of course, this also brings up the debate. If you think that J.K. Rowling is a turf, if you don't like – what she said. If you're angry at her, does that mean that you cannot enjoy her books? You know, that's the other thing that I don't know. I guess that's up to you. It seems like, are you saying that if I buy new Harry Potter things, I'm somehow supporting a turf, which makes me a turf by proxy? You know what I mean? Is that what you're saying? Am I not allowed to buy Harry Potter stuff because you think that she's a turf? And if I'm supporting her, you see? Yeah. It seems like it's an all or nothing with people. Right. Right. And and if you if you mess up, if you take one misstep, then boom, you're automatically in the hate group, you know? I don't think any of us are, intend to hate anyone. And we we've seen people that no. do hate and we we don't like those people. No. Yeah. And I I just But there's been No, you got to walk carefully on this, but Oh, of course. There's been myriad People who have done things that you don't agree with it, you still enjoy their art. Right. So what is the time length on that? That seems to be the thing. Like, if it's recent, then you can't listen to Kanye. But if it was 50 years ago, you're good. Right. Somebody that was bad 50 years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Like Jerry Lewis or whatever. Right, yeah. Or watch a John Wayne movie. Edgar Allan Poe. Like, you know, the list of people... Right. That, you know, we could say, like, I don't want anything to do with anymore because of their missteps as humans. I don't know. Also, if you look at what J.K. Rowling's saying, 
don't you think that maybe she's open for discussion? Instead of just saying, you're a turf, you're done, we hate you, why not Why not just try and have a conversation? Hey, you know what? This is why I didn't like what you said. Right. And are, why can't you be allowed to have slightly different opinions? It doesn't seem like she's saying, I didn't see her anywhere say, I don't like trans people. I don't think that they yeah. should be, you know. I don't know. I mean, I scrolled through there. It was just, you know, quote after quote after quote. Like I sat one night on the couch and just tried to go through all of it because I hear Brooke talk about it with their friends. And I was like, what is all Do this? Do they hate her? I almost am, am afraid to say. No, Brooke does not. Okay. Um, she's got friends that do. She's okay. got friends that are like, hey, she's a turf. You know, I'm mad at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever. So I don't know. And, and maybe, I don't know, maybe if I texted Brooke right now, she'd say she changed her mind. I'm, I'm really and not Turvis, sure about trans-exclusionary radical, radical feminist. feminist. Yeah. Okay. So I, if I understand correctly, a trans-exclusionary radical feminist is someone who basically says... Uh, you I'm know, a feminist for women. I'm a woman, born, right? Here. Yes, and right. and a trans woman should not get all of the same um, necessarily benefits or sympathies or anything My else that work. comes with uh, being a woman. There should be differences, essentially. Right. Uh, and you know, I don't know. Reading through her stuff, if that's what you think I she's saying, know. And, and you know, if there's stuff that we missed, if there's something like, hey, I saw one that was bad or whatever, right. mess- message it to us. Yeah, uh, Twitch, I don't know. TV I feel you know, Hey, man, go. You know, I don't understand anything. I'm not a smart man. I'm right. dumb. Me too. I don't get it. I, you know, I don't care what you do. Just you know, go be happy. Whatever that is, I don't yep. know. Yep. I really don't know. You know, so yep. what? You know, who am I to? Yep. You know, it just seems like we don't do that for like we just you know like, and I know people are gonna get mad, but. You know, the uh, differences in age thing. Mm -hmm. Like that, well, that's not okay, right? What do you mean, like an 18-year-old? No, like Leo, right? Like he's just getting vilified over and over and over again. But in my mind, and I know people are going to get mad at me, I'm like, she's an adult who can make her own decisions. It's her body, and he's an adult who can make their own decisions. So if we're just kind of, I'm more into that mode than anything, and I always have it. I don't need a lot of reasons, excuses, talk about it. I don't need to know science and everything else. What I need to know is what do you want and what will make you happy. Right. And then you know what? I'll try not to get in your way. Exactly. Like, go get happy. I don't care if you're 50 and she's 30 or you're 60 and he's 40. I don't care. Right. If he's happy and you're happy, good. And if you want to be something good, mm-hmm. like all those things just don't, you know, they seem so ridiculous to me. Just look at someone and be like, I don't care. Yeah. Are you are you being injured? Are you a hostage? Right. Then, then we should help you. But you are you willingly party. going to this movie premiere with this guy? Yes. Yeah. Well, then fine. I don't care. Right. And, you know, is someone making you do something you don't do want to do? Don't do? Yeah. Wear something you don't want to wear? Yeah. Right, like yeah. all the, then, then I'll then you know, we'll, the, yeah, then you need intervention. Right, but th- I've seen the meme, and I don't know if you've seen this, Lazo. Back to Leo. It's a picture of Leo and his girlfriend laying in bed, and they've got bubbles, speech bubbles over their head. Leo says, "I consent." The girl also says, "I consent too." But then there's a third person who's a woman, you know, who's right. 35 or whatever, standing at the end of the bed, and she says, "Well, I don't consent." Right, and that's really where we're at. You're saying, "Well, you need now third party consent." For, for certain anything. things. Yeah. It, and it's, it's like, bizarre. no, I don't. No. I don't. I don't need to know. Right. If someone's asking for help. Right. Then, yes. And if you're telling me that this person can't consent because they're in their 20s, then what age can you consent? Right. It's just tell ridiculous. Me. Just tell me what it is, you know. So but, my thing is, like, just pursue your own happiness. I'm yes. trying not to get in your way. Yes. The big debate right now is, you know, like the whistleblower in Missouri and the, uh, the um, gender-affirming care for minors. This is going to continue to be a huge debate. 
for a long time, you know, and and my thing is it should be left up to doctors and patients. They yeah. should be the ones talking about it. But if you find out that a doctor is misbehaving or you yeah, know, or doing, doing things that seems like anything else. And just like anything else, investigate it. Exactly. Right. Investigate what they're doing. Find out what's going on. If they weren't treating people properly, same thing if a cardiologist isn't treating people right. properly, you know. But for us to say, oh, as a guy, let me give my opinion on whether or not a child should get gender from How about care. as anybody? Right, as anybody. As anybody. As anybody. A guy or a woman, I don't have it a doesn't kid. matter. Yeah. Right? Like, that should be between the parents yep. and the doctor. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I would think, you know, uh, someone who deals with mental health. Yes, exactly. Like, how is this going to affect the out? Oh, you know, what's the best way to do this so that you can be happy? Yep. Because these are, you know, times that aren't, I'm not, uh, they're not well known. Right. Right? So. You know, let's look into it and make sure that you're happy. I mean, I don't know. How hard is that? Well, so, and then I know we got to wrap this up, Snowcomb, but the big thing is there are certain treatments for gender-affirming care that they don't know the long-term effects, and they're trying right. to still study some of them, but they do think that there are certainly long-term effects. If given at certain ages, it can change potentially the way that the brain functions, the way that the brain develops, all these right. things. So they're saying, should someone who's who's a minor be able to, you know, get that kind of treatment that could have permanent uh, effects on them when they're That's not between the doctor, when, the parents, and the child. When the child himself is because maybe there's a risk to it, but they're like the risk is so low, and the other risk is that you're incredibly unhappy, miserable, all these things. We're willing to go ahead and risk that. We do right. that all the time, right? Like you know, there's probably long term effects of kids taking ADHD medication, right? Right, but they were like, hey, the risk versus reward here, that's medicine. Yep. The medicine is always, I mean, I can't watch a commercial without it saying, here's the risks. Right. Here's the rewards. You and your doctor should decide whether the risks are worth the rewards. Yep. You already, that's it. You already said what I was going to say, which is when, when a kid gets prescribed a drug like Adderall or whatever, they don't say, oh, well, the kid's not old enough to consent. You know, this kid is only 10 years old. They're not old enough to consent. You know, the doctor's making that choice for them, but this kid, you know, it's going to have right. lasting effects. We don't do that. We, right. don't, we don't say the child isn't old enough to consent. So, I, right. again, between the doctor, between the patient. Just, you know, just anti, you know, SSRIs yeah. for kids. We don't say, like, you know what? Right. Not long-term effects, right? You're right. not old enough to well, decide. I think you have that discussion when you're, when you're 18. If you still want to try dep- antidepressants, then right, you yeah. can decide. We don't do no. that. So, if you find out that a clinic or a doctor is misbehaving, investigate it. Sure. I mean, uh, that that's just it. No, I don't understand trying to get in the way of anybody's happiness. But I also don't understand this. We want to make sure that you're with us a thousand percent of the way. And if you make one misstep, you can never be right. in our club yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. You're a turf. You're out. You right. know, just no. Oh. The crazy thing is that I don't even want to be in your club. I don't either. I don't. I don't. I just either. want you to go be happy. I mean, you can, you know. But I want you to cancel me or not. I don't care. Just you know, go do your thing, and I'll try not to get in your way. That's it. Sure, but I refuse to go along with your narrative that I hate you. Oh yeah, I'm a turf. I'm not. I don't think I am. So just stop. Right. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what are we doing here? I had to tell you about this before we get out of here today because I mentioned it earlier, but the Satanic Temple. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Snowcone said he heard about this. The Satanic Temple plans to open an abortion clinic in New Mexico. Okay. Okay? I'm just going to go ahead and play the news clip here and make sure you pay attention to... uh, the details, like the name of the clinic. An international group named after Satan will soon open its first abortion business in the United States. The Satanic Temple, which claims to not believe in a literal Satan, will provide telehealth screenings and prescribe abortion pills for patients in New Mexico. The name of the soon-to-be facility, 
the Samuel Alito's mom's satanic abortion clinic. I love it. The Samuel Alito mom's satanic abortion clinic. Uh, the temple is planning to open uh, the clinic staffed by medical professionals, including former Planned Parenthood employees, offering prescriptions for abortion pills, like she said, free of charge for those willing to perform to perform the organization's spoken word abort- abortion ritual. The specter of Satanists getting into uh, the business sounds like something ripped from the pages of the Babylon Bee. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. I, I wanted you to hear the Samuel Alito's I do like that. It is, you know, they say they're opening this clinic. It's online. As far as okay. I know, there's, there's no, no real clinic. There's no brick and mortar. I don't know if they're planning on opening one eventually, if they're allowed to, but it's going to be a, an online clinic. So there you go. They're pretty, you know. Well, they do a good job they of do, marketing. They it. do a pretty good job with that stuff. Yeah. I watched that documentary. Yeah, we had the girl on who made yeah. it, right? Um, yeah. What was the name of that? Her name was Penny Lane. Oh, good memory. Uh, and it was called um, Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think it was on, on Prime or something. Hulu or Prime. Yeah. yeah. If you search for it, I'll bet it's streaming somewhere. All right. I'll check. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you about that. I thought that was pretty amazing. Well, all right. So, We're done? We are done, my man. Good show, Satan. Stay positive, kids.